What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Marvel Unagi with Ross. How you doing, man? What's up? I am great. Yeah, long, good to see you. Uh, uh, a long and short month. Thanks, man. Yeah, no, th- this month is... F- I can't believe we, have, we, we talked like a month ago. It feels like it was just like last week. I know. I know. Time is weird. This year has gone by so fast. And I feel like, I don't know if it's because... Um, because of the holidays and the new year that they pushed up some issues. I felt like some of the issues that I read recently of books, they only came out like two or three weeks ago. They didn't come out a full month ago. I wonder yeah. if they're, they're trying not to have things as many things fall on that last week during, you know, uh, when most people have that Christmas break. Yeah. Before we jump into books, man, I want to ask you some, something. I got to see the Marvels. Oh, nice. And I have to tell you something. I think Miss Marvel is a freaking gem. Oh, I lo- Did you know that she had never acted in anything before this? She is so good. She every scene she's in is good. I don't know, man. Like I I, I, I agree. I love her. You know, and um uh just to like <laughs> jump right onto it. I I hear I listen to um uh, my buddy's um the uh, James's podcast uh for the my local shop and I remember him talking about this a long time ago where Miss Marvel the TV show should have come out closer to the release date of this because I went back and I haven't rewatched that show frequently enough but you look at her the way she was whether or not you loved the show or not uh, Amon Valani really knows like she she can read the room she really mm-hmm. has a good feel for acting and I wish that that had come out or they they repurposed it to make it more um, closer to the to the date. Like been like, hey, we're gonna add a couple extra scenes to this. Like yeah. uh, we're gonna show th- throw some behind the scenes stuff. I think because of the writer's strike, they probably didn't. But I think that would have boosted some of the sales because the movie wasn't a bad movie. No, I didn't the think it was, was bad a good, at all. It was a good movie. It wasn't gonna be like a top five, top maybe not top 10 movie for me, but it's not a bottom 10 movie for me. No. I mean, there's movies that were, were movies that I don't even want to watch again. Like, right. You know, but uh, yeah, no, what did you think of uh, all the flurkins? Dude, <laughs> when the flurkins are all eating all the people. <laughs> it was so good. And uh, I was, what was it that I was watching or reading? There was something I was reading. Oh, it was uh, unleashed. And I didn't know about the flurkins. That was my you, first exposure. You to didn't it. remember the Flurkin from the first Captain Marvel movie? I never watched it. Oh, you know that's how Nick Fury lost his eye. Oh. the cat scratched his eye. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's why he's oh. got the three scratches on his eyes. Oh my god! And he goes, "Mother," <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then it like jobs to another thing. But it's like that's exactly it. It wasn't like the tentacles came out in that scene. It was just like literally a cat scratch. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe you didn't see the original Captain Marvel. I know. I know. I gotta uh, go, back go back and, back and, watch and rewatch it. that now. Yeah. But I thought the Marvels was good, dude. I mean. But I thought Miss Marvel really stole stole the show for me. I thought I she was the movie. Uh, I didn't hate uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, Captain What's Marvel. Captain Marvel. What's Brie her name? Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Brie Larson. And uh, I, you know, she, I'm she indifferent just, to her. She just kind of yes, that's the best way I can like, put it. She Very indifferent. You know, I mean, a lot of people like the movie Scott Pilgrim um, versus the world, which I do. I agree. I, I think it's a cool movie, fun take, you know, that that kind of cartoony but humanistic aspect. Yeah. And she's in that movie. And even in that movie, but in that movie, she plays this like this like hmm, like she thinks she's better than everybody, right. like this snooty person. 
And it, she can play that because that's how it looks in Captain Marvel. Right. But she's not supposed to be that. She should be this like Avenger style superhero. Yeah. And she just, she doesn't, when she smiles, it seems forced. Dude, so forced. And I was just like, I, listen, the movie, it, it moved quick. I liked a lot of like the, the, um, I liked a lot of the, the CGI. I know that some people will complain about that. I liked the battle scenes. I liked all that stuff. I liked Photon and uh, and uh, uh, Kamala Khan. I liked their interaction together. I wish there was more. And I, I said this many times already. I wish there was a little bit more development into their relationship. I felt oh. like it was forced. It was rushed. The movie was an hour and 45 minutes. Eternals was over three hours. Why did they think that that needed to be three hours and this only needed to be an hour and a half? Like, it's just, it, give it an extra 10 minutes. Also, Darben was like a throwaway character. It could have been anybody on that planet if you wanted it to be a revenge story. Yeah. But it kind of felt like, again, she didn't get the full, um, not saying she was bad, but she didn't get the full development Maybe when I watch it again, when it comes to Disney Plus, uh, I'll I'll appreciate things differently. Uh, you know, I didn't really, I can't say I didn't care for. I didn't really like love that uh, the the dancing singing planet. <laughs> oh my gosh, that <laughs> like, was over the top. Like dude. It was, I mean, it was okay, but I'm like, right, that's exactly what I felt like. I felt like it was like, okay, this is that's yeah. a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> that was a lot, dude. Uh, but. I don't know, man, like Miss Marvel and her family. I feel like I could watch seasons and seasons of them. They're also they're all cast so well. I thought her brother is hilarious when he's on the phone and they're going yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think uh, of uh, the end credits? Remind me. The end credit. The first end credit scene is when you see Photon in the other universe and Beast is there. Oh, yes, dude. Blew my mind. Right. And they brought back Kelsey Grammer, but they did some CGI uh, changes to make it look more, less human and more beast. Yeah. So it kind of almost had that uh, X-Men 97 kind of vibe. Well, X-Men 90, whatever. But, you know, what they were probably going to, you know, have him look like in the X-Men 97 cartoon. I'm and, in for it, and, dude. And I'm like, w that's awesome. That that really gives you like, okay, there are mutants in another universe, but they were in another universe. They literally tore a wormhole open by doing what they had to do. And... um. And they're there. And then the second end credit scene was Kamala Khan recruiting for what feels like it's going to be the Young Avengers. Mm -hmm. And she got Kate Bishop. Dude, I was so right? pumped at that And I'm part. like, that's oh. awesome because I like Kate Bishop from Hawkeye. I like she's, Kamala she's Khan. Amazing. I, like, I feel like they're going to probably try to get Kid Loki, I assume. Yeah, Maybe yeah. The, two, the two twins from, uh, from WandaVision. Yeah, dude. So right at the end, right after I watched that, I came home and just started watching Hawkeye, Hawkeye again because I I, I forgot how much I liked it. Oh, I have to rewatch Hawkeye before we before Echo comes out because Echo is yeah. going to come out before the next time we talk. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I want to just rewatch that as a like, yeah. yeah, get me psyched up, get get, yeah. get me into this. Hey, uh, Zemo, what was he in? Baron Zemo? Yeah, he was in a show. Yeah, he was in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, wasn't he? Oh. No, 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 no. Was he in Hawkeye? That I haven't got to it that part yet. Was he in Hawkeye? I think you. Man, I can't remember. He was. He was when they had to go to that island. Yeah. Uh, or that no, that the island that um the the gangster town. Yeah. And he went there, and you will find out that it, it was Hawkeye. It though, was Sharon Carter. Mm-hmm. 
remember. Was it Falcon and the Winter Soldier? No, I don't think it was. Why am I forgetting what it was? Because was, remember- was it that forgettable of a show? I just can't remember. But like he he's there with somebody yeah. and he's there with somebody and they find out that it was Sharon Carter, who's really the leader of the underworld. Remember? Yes. What show was that? <laughs> I need to know what show it was because I thought whoever played him was really good. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. Who was who played but, him? But I can't but I can't remember what show that was from. Oh man, I'm gonna this is this is awful. I, I can't remember. I I I don't know why I'm thinking it was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And it was it was Bucky who took him there. Yeah. But I, I don't know why or I don't know why I, I would think otherwise. I I man, unless I'm, I'm unless it was from a movie and I'm I'm missing the movie. No, because at the end of it, Sharon Carter is talking to God, was it Hawkeye? Because I think Val. She no, no. Because she's Falcon talking to, in the Winter Soldier. She's talking to Val at the end of it, and yeah. Val, you had you had met in um, in Hawkeye, I think. Yeah, yeah. Falcon and or the Winter in, Soldier. What was the movie with Agent Ross and Wakanda Forever? Wakanda something. I don't know. Anyway, we're, we're going all off the page here. We he wasn't Falcon like and the things. Winter Soldier. It was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I yeah. have to rewatch that again. Yeah. I only watched that once. Um, you know, obviously it was, it was good. It was, it wasn't my favorite, but it wasn't my least favorite of the shows. But Zemo was rad, but right. But he was rad. And there were parts that I really enjoyed. I mean, the God, when the guy smashed the face with the shield, when, when the U S agent, when he's, you know, like, I was like a wow moment. Yeah. Uh, anyway, really, really off topic, uh, but no, really looking forward I to it. though, because Zemo's showing up in the Captain America that we're reading. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So 100%. it just made me think of it again because I was like, oh, I remember Zemo. What was he in? Right. Yes, yes. Well, Zemo and um uh and Strucker. Zemo and Baron and Von Strucker were like, yeah. you know, they're, they're they're these Hydra guys that were like all about taking over and they're barons. They have all this, they had this wealth, they had this mm-hmm. stuff, and and they believed in taking over the world. And um, yeah, no, those Captain America, they I forgot, yes, in Captain America four, they came back again and, and you know. They've been yeah. in flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. So kind of cool, but I love the Marvels. I sorry, I kind of jumped ahead there, but that's where my mind was. No, at all good. Second. I thought it was. I thought it was a good movie. Um, I've said I probably give it a three and a half out of five. Yeah, I, I think I, that's like I fair. said, it, it was. It was. You know what? Like a good movie. Um, I'll watch it again when it comes out, and if it shows up on TV or randomly on, or I have to watch it to like remember things for a future movie, I will watch it again. Uh, it's not a throwaway movie. Uh, you know that it was I really f- simple. Was my only thing. It yeah, but, was like but, a, the plot was simple. The story. That's was why very I said s- it could have. It could have used fifteen minutes more yeah. developing something to make it a little more subst- uh, a little more substantial. Yeah, but it's a movie I think my kids would really like too. Like it's oh, just because yeah. it's like there's no weird plot point for them to be like, what's going on? Uh, they're gonna think the Flurkins are hilarious and. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's two girls. They'll love the, the movie. I think that so. we have a lot of issues with like some of these Marvel movies that have come out in the past, you know, two, three years where exactly that they're forgettable. Like yeah. they haven't, they haven't talked about what happened with the Eternals. Mm-hmm. Um, Shang-Chi has been left on the back burner, even though there was an end credit scene where he gets like pulled in Shang-Chi. with Wong. Like, you know, we, we haven't seen uh, Wong reappear since, yeah. um, whatever whenever uh, was it multiverse of madness and he was in yeah. everything before that and all of a sudden it's just like there's no more wrong yeah. like I, I figured like they might try to have him have a more through line to kind of bridge the gap between some of these things 
they they also didn't talk about a secret invasion at all in the yeah. Marvels. That yeah. was one of my other pet peeves. Like, why couldn't they have just, you know, had I don't know, had something where it's like, oh, remember what happened to Talos, or oh, um, you know, uh, Nick Fury talks to his wife. You know, like, don't worry, she's down there. Keep an eye on on the rest of the scrolls. Uh, you know, like some some kind of just like a remark towards mm-hmm. it, that it that it kind of yeah. says okay so we're treating secret invasion as part of this yeah but yeah. good stuff dude but good yeah i uh i hope you uh i hope you get a chance to watch captain marvel after this because i, I want to hear what you, you have know, to say yeah. about the original yeah. captain yeah. marvel and but uh, to to stay on the uh mcu track i'd like to let you know that i did watch some trailers i remember oh, last nice. time we recorded I, uh, you had watched a bunch. And so I finally got to see the Agatha one and the echo trailer. Nice. Well, the echo trailer is wild dude. Kingpin. Right. I mean, Nuts, I, bro. and I love that they got, um, they got her, uh, uh, echoes, um, niece again. I think it's her niece mm-hmm. or her cousin. I think our niece to play her younger version of her again. Yeah. And, uh, one of the things I was, reading about with the trailer was did they shoot some of this right after hawkeye or were some of these clips meant to be like they were deleted scenes from hawkeye that they didn't want to like give too much away but they were kind of like okay like let's take some of these younger scenes and shoot them while she's here because we know we're going to want to do a spin-off because this is working so well and that trailer man it it, it's first of all it's going to be like tvma i I mean it's going to be like they're, they're literally going to bring in that Netflix style violence mm-hmm. into the MCU uh, as part of their, you know, adult, adult, you know, yeah, whatever you want to call it, adult, you know, comic book stuff, like where yeah. it'll be Punisher and Daredevil and Echo and Kingpin. And- I hope, I hope we get to see uh the punisher that actor is so good as the punisher John Berthold? i thought yeah. that they did say that they okay all these rewrites that's what keeps i keep hearing i know about, uh, who knows what keeps, they're gonna do it's like they keep canceling uh you know oh yeah we got to rewrite this whole thing and that whole thing so uh, i guess they're trying to put out quality stuff um i don't know <laughs> i if, like that we have to say that now <laughs> i mean i listen i like it all anyway there's been I very, know. very I, know. I will say i will not i will not blatantly say what i hate because that's not nice right but there are a few things that i just don't like i just did yeah. not like as a movie um or as a show because i said that that just that just it irked me mm-hmm. but i will say for the most part i watch everything i enjoy everything I, I i can't get enough of it i'm fearful though with echo that they're releasing all 10 episodes on a singular day versus week to week that it that either a they think that if they release them individually it will deter people from watching it because if you remember um, Andor, Andor was great. I loved Andor. A lot of people I know didn't watch it. And I thought that I watched, there was a couple episodes of Andor and then I went to go watch Black Panther Wakanda forever. And I know I'll get hate for this, but I watched like two episodes in a row of Andor and thought it was better than Wakanda forever. Mm. And I was just like, and it was because, um, uh, the guy who played Ulysses Claw in Black Panther, I forget his name, but he was in uh, Andor and he has these two episodes that he is just it, the intensity uh, in it. And I was just like, oh, man, I'm like his his power in the way that he yeah. acts was amazing. And I kind of feel like 
maybe they felt this would be the same as Andor if they release Echo as 10 episodes, because it's 10 episodes. If they did it over two and a half months, some people might just not watch it for the first month and say, forget it. I'll just watch four when they're up to yeah. like episode five. So they felt like maybe if they just put them all out, um, it, it will get people to want to watch it like a Stranger Things. You can still watch it at your own pace. But if you want to binge, go binge. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that one, but I want to hear your thoughts on Agatha. Oh, I got Agatha all along. <laughs> it brings me so back to, to WandaVision and how, again, I want to watch WandaVision before it comes out. And I think what I heard was Agatha is going to come out on Halloween next year. So we got a little bit of ways, but that's perfect. Like yeah. when you talk about timing of things, um, um, Werewolf by Night coming out on Halloween or that like month of October was like perfect. It was like gets you in the spirit. Now, Agatha, I wish it would come out um, in October, not on Halloween, so that you could watch it throughout right, and have yeah. it as like that creepy thing. But I'm totally okay with like the Halloween vibe, that thing with her um, regaining her 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 sorcery and i think they're bringing back almost everybody in the town so i wonder if when wanda gets like killed i don't know if they're officially saying she's killed in multiverse of madness if they if if then her spells are broken Hmm. and therefore that's how agatha gets released and if you remember in WandaVision, and I think they even say it in the trailer that she says, you have no idea what you've unleashed. There is something more powerful coming. And I wonder if it's going to be Mephisto. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, that was the whole thing through WandaVision. Uh-huh. Everyone was like, oh, it's got to be yeah. Mephisto. And Mephisto's got to be here. Yeah, that's true. So um, I don't know. I'm excited. Good, it looks so cool. I think a Catherine Hahn, again, as an actress, she's amazing. And that is one of the key points to a lot of this Marvel stuff that they're just throwing some actors out there uh, again, not to throw Brie Larson under the bus, but like, I just, I, I mean, she's going to be Captain Marvel. I have to just deal with it, but I just don't love her as an actress as far as her acting ability. I'm not mm-hmm. better than her, but I'm not playing Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but I love Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think that she, she just has that, witty agatha you know the the same kind of acting chops as tom hiddleston as loki where you just you just see she gets it yeah dude just sold it to me man like there's a couple people that have done things where that's all i can see when i see the character now tom hiddleston ryan reynolds miss marvel now for sure uh it's just crazy like you yeah. can't read Deadpool without thinking Ryan Reynolds. Oh no, and and it's funny when I when I'm and um, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, he nailed it too. Well, but I hear that they're God, what was the casting rumor? Um, the what's, what, Rick Cliff, Radcliffe. No, what's the guy's name? Carl Urban, the guy who played Scourge. Oh yes, from from that. Thor. That 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 he he's going to play it too. Well, that they said like uh, he's been like a fan cast since like Hugh Jackman's getting older because he's he's short, he's stout, he's that like what Wolverine really was drawn as. He Wolverine was not six two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if you remember wolverine was like the sh- the short pipsqueak guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> like lots of muscles um but i think that the, the rumor was that he was going to be a variant and um all this deadpool that, yeah. three nonsense that's going on with all these different things I'm, I'm trying to stay away from as much of as much of it as possible because i feel like it's i don't want to be spoiled by that i think i want to yeah. go in and just see all the craziness that's going to happen in deadpool 
Were you the one who was saying, is Deadpool 3 going to be Deadpool just walking down a line of Marvel characters and yes, saying, that's exactly I know what it is. And I, I feel like that's what they've talked about. They talked about how like, everybody's going to be in it. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you if you look at the um, the 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 casting of who's in the movie, it's uh, it's it's pretty crazy. I'm really but, uh, hoping for a for a Taylor Swift dazzler. Oh man, that would be. And again, I think I heard that, and then I saw yeah. that there was a, a video of Ryan Reynolds with her. At, yeah, they um, were at the football game together at the like the Chiefs game or something like that, yeah. right? Because she's there with, with Travis Kelsey. Yeah. yeah. And I know that like, so, he's friends with Hugh Jackman, and I know that he's friends with like a well, lot of and, these guys. And his wife is really good friends with Taylor. And he's doing a new movie, Ryan Reynolds, called If uh, Imaginary Friends, with uh, that's being produced or produced, directed, or both by John Krasinski. And really? like John Krasinski, Emily Blunt. Yeah, trailer just came out. And I was looking what? at all the names. If? And I was like, and I was looking at all the names of all the things. And I'm thinking, like, okay, so he's friends with John Krasinski too. So maybe he'll reprise yeah. his roles. Like, right. I'm thinking, like, who who does he know that he's just gonna call on favors for to just come in and <laughs> just like walk by me on a set? But uh oh. yeah, go watch that trailer afterwards. It's not a Marvel related anything, but uh, it looked like a very kid-friendly. Yeah, cool follows interesting a young girl movie. who goes through a difficult experience and then begins to see everyone's imaginary friends it's a little like, like uh, something kill epic. your darlings or something oh, epic. Yeah. yeah i was gonna say but combination between where like the things come to life and you can see and you know yeah traumatic experiences create uh things yeah. dude something epic man I, just, I know, I know. It didn't end. It wasn't as epic as I wanted it to be at the no. end. And, and no offense. I mean, the artwork was still amazing so and all of that yeah. stuff. But anyway. speaking of something epic, did you read Avengers 8? Dude, wild, Because now that is something epic. Where they're going I with this, with know. this nightmare stuff. I know. but And I don't want to jump to the end, but I'm going to jump to the end. That okay. dude on the, I forget the, the, the 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 bad guy squad what their name is they have like a name the twilight court uh, twilight court who yeah. is the dude i love first of all what a rad idea where he can't jump into the fight if it's uneven because he's victory yes. or something like that right and then he's, at the very end he's like when, oh, when all the avengers now. show up very yeah. interesting yeah, and he's yeah, making yeah. me all sorts of nervous that he's that yeah. calm about it well, again, it reminds me of like uh, the previous run where like the previous arc where it was like you had some of those like omnipotent, powerful beings yeah. where they're like, we know we can win. Just just you wait when it's ready. Yeah. When we're ready, yeah. we'll come. Yeah. Um, I loved how uh, how again, we talked about this last month where uh, the Scarlet Witch was able to talk to Nightmare and he's like, how are you doing this? Yes. And then in yeah. this issue it was Thor. He's like, Thor. wait a second. <laughs> Yeah, Thor. Thor figured out like they were able to like she was able to contact Thor in his dream, and how um, you know spoilers spoilers to anyone who's out there uh, that he talked to Nightmare. Nightmare is like, well, I just wanted to win, and Thor's like, fine, you win. Yeah, I love that part, dude. Like, dude is that, the is other that all Avengers are like, no way, we don't do that. And Thor's laughing in the background, like, Thor's like is that why? all you want? All he wants to know, he'll let us, he'll let us out of this dream if he, if we tell him he wins. Fine, you win. That's it. Like, and I, in in this day and age where too many people are trying to win, like, can you get to the, can you get to the stop sign before me so you go first? Can right, you yeah, get to the light yeah. and outrun me? Can you get to, you know, everyone's trying to win the smallest things. He's just like. Fine, you win. We got all yeah. this, we got all this we stuff got, to handle. We got more important stuff to do <laughs> right. right now. I love that part. Uh, it's wild to me to see 
the Avengers uh, protecting and defending Kang. Now, I will tell you, I saw a preview of a like in a, another book. I can't remember if it was might have been X-Men Red or Dark X-Men. I read uh, and they had a um a panel with like Kang is coming out of the coma and and like who is going to protect him and what's going to happen. So like it, it gets me all like, you know, I really want to know why Kang was initially. So the book was timeless. And then there's going to be another timeless we talked about coming out, but it's not going to be a Kang timeless that this year, I think it's like Luke Cage. I think we talked mm-hmm. about this or power man. Um, but that timeless book was Kang versus the mirrored in the twilight court. And I think yeah. like it's supposed to be like a take on Merlin and the magician and the sorcerer stone. And um, again, I still don't, I don't know where it's going to go, but Jed McKay seems to, uh, have this innate ability to tell stories in a way that you don't feel like it's rushed, but you don't feel like it's prolonged. You get like just enough that that gives you some substance, and but with an ending that you're like, oh god, what's going to happen next? Yeah, yeah, it's really good, dude. And I think you nailed it when we talked earlier in the week, like on the edge of my seat for sure. Yeah. No, I, I, I can't I can't say enough about it. It's just it's been so good. And um I'm looking forward to having more Jed McKay with Moon Knight ending. And uh and it was good. I, I don't know if Jed McKay is gonna be writing the new Moon Knight run that's coming out. It's gonna be um spoilers for anyone who hasn't read the new Moon Knight. Um Moon Knight is dead and the B- batter, Bader, who is the uh Hunter's Moon. I think he's going to take the mantle of Moon Knight and they're going to still be living in the Midnight Mission with Tigra and um, the rest of them. And uh, I I don't know if they're going to just do it as like a Moon Knight team where it's not Moon Knight himself. Mm. But, uh, you know, I don't know if Jed McKay's keeping on that or if he's just going to stick with Avengers or they're giving him another book to, you know, to start. But uh, I like Jed McKay. I like his writing. I have for years. I think he's just on point with it. Yeah. Good stuff, dude. Yeah. Well, we also um, have another Avengers book as we're keeping with the tradition today of this is basically like a Captain America themed yes, episode or yes. a Captain episode, we'll say, because we're right, talking about yeah. Captain Marvel. But Captain America in Uncanny Avengers, this gets wild. And I know that you're not reading a lot of the Fall of X books. Yeah, and I know yeah. that, you know, a lot of people who probably listen to this and... Um, want to get into X-Men. It's a little tricky right now because it's so many years in the making and they reference things and um, go back to things that happened, uh, you know, 2017, 2018, 2019. And if you're, haven't been reading it for, for six years oh. and, and not even reading it all, but like you haven't been keeping up enough that you kind of know the basis, it makes it really tricky. And this issue specifically yeah. made it a little bit tougher so tell me what your thoughts are well, tell me what you, ex- you want to go you 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 yeah. lead this one off i was really excited because i was a i remember last time we talked i was like captain kakroa you know who is this dude what's going on and we had found out that we were going to find out in uh this latest issue i think issue four of uncanny avengers who he is and so i'm dying to get there dude i'm dying to get there first of all deadpool on this is so good Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, at the end, when the shield cuts him in half and he's all BRB. 
<laughs> what, what, what about before that when he when they um when Psylocke cuts off the hands of those those two uh the two uh villains and he's like playing with the hands and he's like no Captain yeah. America no you were just supposed to come here and help like that's all yeah, you were yeah. supposed to do yeah right <laughs> yeah yeah uh so I again just to reiterate the fact that I'm really loving a, a really well well written Deadpool but <clears throat> so we get there and Captain America's fighting Captain Kakoa dude just finally hits him hard enough in the helmet to reveal him. And there's a whole reveal party, and I have no idea what's going on, well, dude. Well, it's funny that he recognized, I think that he realized who he was earlier, but he didn't want to believe it because right. Camp Lehigh, I think that was the camp, that was the uh, army base where Captain America trained during World War II. Yeah. And so I think he kind of is like, oh no, don't tell me. This can't be. This can't have happened. And it is a, a the it is a clone of Captain America that was created by the Red Skull using the Cosmic Cube back in the day, like five six years ago, as a Hydra version of Captain America. Who instead of believing in Shield and all their goodness, it's the exact opposite. He's basically like a Hydra version of Captain America. Like what if it's like a, what if ha- Captain America? Um, what if Captain America was was part of Hydra? I mean, mm-hmm. okay, I could be a little bit off, but I'm I'm gauging that's the gist of it. And he died. Apparently, that Captain America died back in the day. I don't remember because I didn't read a lot of those books back then. I kind of just got a, a good synopsis of it when I was looking back. At the end of this book, though, it, it references Judgment Day issue five. Now, Judgment Day AXE was Avengers X-Men Eternals, where the Eternals uh, Druid comes to, uh, you know, comes to the world to try to uh, get rid of excess deviation. The mutants have figured out a way to regenerate themselves, you know, or bring themselves back to life. And the Eternals, especially Druid, feels like that is that is a, a, a excessive deviation. Like that's not good. We cannot have these these people like bringing themselves back to life and becoming essentially immortal. And the X Men uh, try to stop him. The X Men and the Avengers try to stop him by waking up this or building this. A turn a, a, a celestial, and the celestial comes to life, and the celestial then judges everybody, and they're like, well, "What do we do?" And now they can't kill the celestial. Like again, could be a little bit off. I haven't read it, and it was like a year and a half ago when it came out. But they um, at one point in, I think it was a Mortal X Men six or seven. Um, they're all hanging out. Captain America's with the X Men, and Nightcrawler takes a small sample of Captain America's blood and then passes it to magic. And then they like bamf out of there to the Orcus base. And like they're, they're, they're like there. So I'm feeling that Orcus somehow took this blood sample. Plus that the dead body of that Captain America, that Hydra cap and resurrected Hydra cap Mm. using the blood and using like some kind of technology like sinister's got to know how to do this i mean dr stasis is a version of sinister so he's got to know how to do this he took the blood they were able to create that clone maybe he figured out he could take this and do that and um but they didn't really tell you exactly how he came about so i feel like now that you know that that is that version of steve rogers i think that that is where they're going to go in this and they're going to kind of like but I don't I don't remember if this is the last issue of this. What issue was this? This was issue four. Four. I, th- I think they're making I think there's a fifth issue. I think there's five. I think. Yeah, because it didn't seem like it ended. 
No, I think there's going to be five issues. And then then next month is the fall of X and then the fall of the house of X or the rise of the house of X. And it's all about like how everything's going to come toppling down and everything's going to have to get rebuilt. And it's like the resurrection of Magneto. It's going to be like, there's going to be a cable series. There's going to be all this new X-Men stuff. But if what I'm telling you and anyone who's listening um, now kind of has some idea of where this is, Pick up, start picking up some of these Fall of House, Fall of X books, House of X books, the Cable book, um, the, the Resurrection of Magneto book. Um, pick up the X Men regular books. The X Men Red is gonna it just ended, so that's done. Um, there's only a couple more of Immortal X Men. So if you want to just not pick up those, but you want to get on some of these new things, if you want to start reading X Men, that's my that's my thought process. Like this has been really good. I really wish I picked up Invincible Iron Man because I feel like I'm missing out because Tony Stark has really been helping the mutants in this, in these books with, uh, trying to use his technology without getting noticed because he technically helped create these Sentinel bots and, uh, Orcus just kind of took them away from him. Yeah. <clears throat> it looks like there's one more issue of uncanny coming out. Yeah. I think they've been doing five issues of everything. There's one more of uncanny. There's one more of astonishing Iceman. Um, dark X-Men just finished. That was, that was a cool ending. I did like that. Um, Madeline Pryor, uh, you know, uh, kills the Goblin Queen and becomes technically she's the Goblin Queen and the the ruler between Limbo and between the worlds. And um, I wonder if that's you know how Jean Grey is going to come back. I think Jean Grey is going to get resurrected. There's all kinds of crazy stuff, Kyle. All kinds yeah. of crazy stuff happening. <laughs> oh man, <clears throat> it's hard for I've I don't know. Both of these books have been really good, and you know what the hard part is. They both have been good and you can read just one or two, but you get caught into that world. I know you, um, you, uh, the pull box pals, you know, and, uh, Ray read all the Enfield gang massacre stuff. And I know that that's like a whole other world where it's like, if you're going to read things and now they're going to have this, uh, that Geiger verse where yeah, it's going to be the like ghost machine or yeah. whatever. And so like, and then I know AWA does their resi- resistance like universe. And there's all these different universes. Like how many right. universes can I keep up with? Cause there's so, <laughs> there's so many tie-ins and so many books yeah, to buy. Yeah. Unless I buy everything digitally, I'm going to run into space. Welcome to my life. <laughs> I know. I luckily I, I do have, I do have a good amount of space. So I, I, I like buying physical copies and I, I will always yeah. support my LCS, but, um, but yeah, when, when it becomes like a lot of these tie-ins, I would buy the physical versions of the ones that I love. And I'd have to just, if I want to catch up, like get Marvel Unlimited just to get yeah. some of these tie-ins, just to see if they're yeah. worth reading. Yeah. That's me. I'm pretty much all digital except for trades these days. But anyway, well, dude, I love Uncanny it. is uh, one of my favorites right now, dude. I, I just... I like a good Deadpool, dude. What can I say? You, I, I, I know. I, yeah, Deadpool is just, he's, and again, like you said the last time, when it's not like a pandering Deadpool, when it's like he's utilized in his way that is good and, um, you know, yeah, you got, you got, you got to know that's, that's Deadpool. But I will, um, I will say with all of that said, there is a book that I got into in the past couple of weeks. I don't remember when it came out. It might have come out two weeks ago that kind of reminded me of a Deadpool book. And that was Howard the Duck. I don't know if anybody out there picked it up. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was like three short stories. And it was like, if you imagine Deadpool as a, a little detective duck, 
that's kind of what this was like. Did you get a chance to read the Howard the no, Duck books? No. I think that it's like, if you can get it digitally at this point, can, you yeah. might enjoy it. But it was basically like Howard the Duck was talking to... Um, he was talking to a, a guy and he's like, you look like a watcher. He's like, he's like, I am the peeper. <laughs> and, he's it like, right and he said, he's like, he, he's like, wait a second. I know you're that watcher creep. He's like, no, no, you're thinking of my cousin Uatu. He has ascended to become the soul watcher, Dude, which means I'm, I'm observing. <laughs> it's Chip Zdarsky. Right. Like I said, it's, there's a yeah. whole bunch of people writing in this. Like there's, uh, there, Daniel Kibblesmith. Yeah. yeah. So there was like there was like different arts and different stories. And then like one of the stories was what if Howard the Duck had uh, had what if Howard the Duck and the all night party had won the infamous bid for presidency. So it's basically what if Howard the Duck was president of the United States? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it's like he's like, I don't know. It's like, what am I supposed to do here? He's like, fine. And it's and it, it, it like the, the writing. And it's like one of them was what if um I think it was it was a they're all like what if stories. Yeah. And I think one of them was like, what if he, uh, Howard the Duck became the new Star Lord? <laughs> And they're just wild stories, but it kind of reminded me the way that even though they're all what ifs of a like a Deadpool esque style story where it's got that 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 jokey vibe, um, things kind of work out for him, but not the way you'd always want him to. And uh, anyway, for a one shot and and just to get your fill of Howard the Duck, I kind of wish they did more of these things with these um, oddball characters. Yeah, you know, I, I I want a Mojo World book. Like I liked I like Longshot and Mojo, and I would love just like a uh, like a, a one one shot like this of just Mojo World. Like what's going on? Like where where's Mojo Longshot? And just make it like funny, satirical, whatever you can do with it. Um, it doesn't always have to take itself so seriously. Um, there are some books that that I think overdo that, and uh, I just loved it. Thought it was good. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. I might wait for Unlimited, but. You know, one thing I wish Unlimited would change is the DC app. They release their books one month after release date, but Marvel okay. still waits three months. Three I months. Thought that you, I thought that you've actually read some of the issue ones the same yeah, week. Like, so sometimes it feels they, like they do that. They do that every once in a while. Uh, I think the Avengers and Fantastic Four were that way, but then you had to wait three months for issue two. Yeah, because they want you to they want you to go to your LCS and get the physical copy if you yeah. really want to do it. It's like a person who wants to go to the movies. Like you're going to see a preview, yeah, and then if you want to go see the movie, you're going to go to the theater, or you're going to get spoiled potentially, or you're going to have to wait for it to come on VHS, DVD, streaming services. So you know, go support your LCS. I know yeah. you run out of space, but for some of these books, like there are certain books, I feel I like I would buy it digitally, man. <laughs> what? I would just well, buy no. it digitally. <laughs> but I'm saying there are some books that I cannot wait to read. Like I really like want to read as they're coming out, like Avengers. Like yeah. I wanted to read that, like as it can, as yeah. it comes out. Like I can't, I, I didn't want to wait. Yeah. Well, thank God for Marvel still being available on Amazon. I agree. Well, God, with that whole with all, everything happening with um with Comicsology, yeah, I don't know. Everyone, download all your books if you got them before they cancel it, and then you have no, nothing. You'll be good. I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? You'll be good. <laughs> don't listen to Ross. I'm don't all listen on to comicsology. No, Amazon. don't listen to me. Um, so hey, yeah, let's what's up? Talk our next Captain America. Yeah, so we're on to the our next next version of Captain America. <laughs> this is the uh, Straczynski Captain America, which he is. Oh God, what did he write? El he wrote something else recently that 
is he writing the madness? I think he's writing the madness. He's so I know madness, yeah. that that um, Mad Monk. I think both of them are reading the madness. I know that. I'm reading it. Uh, Mad, and you're reading it, but I'm saying like I I know, and that writing in that is like you know the superheroy that yeah. thing. So if you like his writing, pick up this Captain America series. We're only into issue four, and it's different. It's unique. Issue three, I loved the way that it um that, that was it kind wild. of right like tell me what you thought of when you saw that the artwork because i remember when i read it and i was like dude kyle you got to go read this because we got to talk about this well at first at the first scene when they get into the room with all the like weird writing on the wall and that dude taped on the wall at first i was confused because you could still see him and they're talking about him like he was burnt but then it starts to make sense that it's doing this past and present but in the same panel and it was really cleverly done. I thought really well done. Yeah, they 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 showed it as like um, is a uh, like a brown ghost yeah. tone for whichever whichever time period wasn't being represented. So like yeah. as it as they were um as Captain America and um, I think it was Misty Knight who is the um, Misty Knight. If ever, if you remember Luke Cage, Misty Knight was the detective um, that Luke Cage was friends with. Uh, she's a detective still in New York city. Her and captain America are solving this mystery. Cause she calls him in for this to find out like what's going on here. And if you see, you'll, they see ashes on the ground and there's a body being taped, but the body's in this brown, brownish sepia kind of ghosty tone. Mm-hmm. And then when they go back to how the body was, put there then captain america and misty knight are in this brownish sepia-ish tone and they keep going back and forth it kind of reminded me of like a csi episode where they would talk about like how the body was killed and then you would see like the ghost walk through some of the people and you they would kind of talk about how they thought it reenacted it kind of felt like that but in a comic book form that seemed that would be very hard to come across the mm-hmm. way that it's it comes across in this is done so perfectly because like you said, at first it was a little odd, but then you're like, Oh, I totally get yeah. this. This totally makes sense. And when you look through it a second time, it's, it's unique. One of the more unique um, plot points I've seen of how the villain became the villain. Yes. Like that's kind of the where what happens. is wild. It's it, he's wild. And the, um, the the demon that is possessing so like the the demon has been that through line through like the whole all all four issues this demon that captain america is trying to fight and uh he he's trying to enlist the help of dr strange but misty knight found a secret way to have dr strange with him by having a little little white doll and it's like the funniest thing because captain america's like are you serious (laughs) i'm I'm gonna be talking to a doll (laughs) yeah he's like frankly i'm a little weirded out (laughs) like i'm I'm talking to dr strange as like a a a six inch action figure (laughs) yeah and I thought he's like dolls and Dr. Strange's like figurines, dude, figurine. I'm not a doll. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> but I, I really loved how they develop. It's been a, a slow development of Captain America, how he got to where he is from when he was a kid. As the flashbacks go between the 40s, they go to now. Um, as yeah. we talked earlier, like that's why you see some Baron Zemo, Baron Strucker, because they existed back in the original World War II days when um, Steve Rogers was still trying to fight, you know, back in the, the 30s and 40s uh, before he had his before he had his powers. Yeah. And well, how I'm, the, I'm um, loving the 
the early scenes where he's just brawling Nazis. He's like the bravest dude in the world. He keeps getting beat up, but he's not giving up. And all the girls in the apartment building taking care of him and uh, throwing their uh, bathroom water, I guess we could say, onto all the Nazis in that one scene, dude. And how about the fact that he gets picked up by, like, the mafia? And I love that their leader is a Jewish guy and You're everyone right. else is Italian. And so right. it's like this cool setup for him to go undercover and... And cool, were, he's like, no, I don't want to eat anything. He's like, come on, you're going to take a doggy bag to go home. It's like, it's a typical <laughs> yeah. Italian family where it's like, or, or Jewish family like myself, where it's like, come on, come on. There's always, you got to take food. Eat, <laughs> yeah. eat, eat. Yeah. Um, but I well, did at love first, that. When he comes in, fly. he's like, you hungry? And Captain America's like, no. And then just right away without even asking, he's like, prepare him a doggy bag for on his way out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I love those older scenes too. I think it's been, it's a, a, a really fun book um, to show the, the I love the timing, how things are things don't change, how yeah. no matter what you go through, uh, well, it could have been when you were a kid. That. It's wild because he's it's be, like what you're saying is true. And he's living it where he's like, time's so weird. Like whatever happened then feels like it's happening now. And it's like yep. really it's putting you in that situation really well. Yeah. And it makes me feel like I, I totally get that because people don't realize that when you when you read these books, um, sometimes it's a matter of. A story that to escape into but this book really brings you to where we're at now and like the world where it's like people everything's getting re- repeated everything is, is is like all all cyclical and i yeah. feel like this book kind of um tells a really good story of you know where we were at and where we're at now and that you know what you're always going to have somebody that you're going to have to battle with and you're going to have yeah. these demons and you're going to have these these yeah. people who believe they're right and um and it just is what it is it's it's you know you're if you believe in what you believe in like captain america even when he had no powers he was standing up for himself well he my favorite yeah my favorite uh scenes is when he's talking with the mob boss about the bullies the nazis and he's just like they're cowards you know and he's he's like it doesn't matter if they're in brooklyn berlin or any place uh today or tomorrow they're cowards and he's just talking about them and he's like (laughs) uh they put on identical uniforms because it makes them feel like they belong to something that they're important and because it's hard to pick out who did it later they think wearing an armband makes them strong they're standing on a sidewalk threatening people makes them tough but they're not they're cowards and like it was just such a cool cool dialogue like it i don't know it was i i thought it was powerfully done and um he says, call them whatever you want, Third Reich Nazis, SS stormtroopers, or anything else they come up <laughs> I with love later. Stormtroopers. <laughs> he says, they're bullies, they're coward, cowards, and we outnumber the hell out of them. And we right. need to say that loud and clear until even these clowns understand it. Like, just so good, dude. And yeah. I love how the mob boss is like, for a young kid, you're pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's like hindsight uh, or foresight for what's going to yeah. happen. Um, yeah, this, this story was awesome. Um, the end, the end of the book, like the, the last page, like I know, like you just read a lot, but I loved when it said the only thing that really matters is what you stand is, is what you stand for when standing is the hardest, like basically like it says, it doesn't matter what you say when, what you stand for standing is easy it doesn't yes, matter when it, yes. you can always stand for things when it's easy yes. but it's when that you part, can stand that part stand for what you believe me, bro. in i was that like convicted me yeah man. i was like oh man yeah stand for what you believe in when it's hard not just yes. when it's easy i felt so and, convicted uh, i was like okay captain america like, I'm, ready. I'm ready i'm ready for this let's, let's do this let's <laughs> defeat this emissary <laughs> yes um and then issue four 
Um, you did you re- did you read issue four? You got, did, you got yeah. all caught up. Yeah. And it just I love how it just starts out right where they're battling. Like it didn't it didn't like give you a catch up. They're just they're just battling like they were at the end of of issue three. And he realizes that this guy has all these like. I love how he figures them out. With the he's ham like, sandwich. She's okay. like, yeah, right, exactly. The ham sandwich. It's because I it's my thing. I can call it whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. So um, cool. That's how he figures out the how powerful the emissary is. And I love how it ends where he he has he shoots the fire thing at Captain America and his shield gets so hot that he's sending up a steam cloud from the yep. river, and that's how he's found. And uh, when he gets knocked through that building and he gets knocked out and I like how when he gets knocked out, it kind of reminds me of a movie where then they flash back mm-hmm. like while he's almost comatose yes. and they flash back to 1939. And and when, you know, you got Strucker and Zemo sitting there trying to create this bomb to blow up Madison Square Garden, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, how, you know, how they're you know, that they're going to, how are they going to stop this bomb from happening? How are they going to stop this all from going off? And then you had, uh, Steve Rogers, you know, like lifting bricks. You had this one guy doing things with dirt. Cause it was like, you know, complaining that the wheelbarrow, he couldn't like use a wheelbarrow. This guy was like six times the size of, yeah, of, of yeah. Steve Rogers. And he's like, don't complain, just do your stuff. And then he's like, Hey Rogers, why are you dragging the bricks? He's yeah. like, cause you don't pay me by the hour. You pay me by the brick. Yeah, right. uh, you know, if I carry more bricks and he's like, you're going to pass out. And then yeah, he does. You know, <laughs> He does. He faints and he ends up like overworking himself. And they're just like, you know, we don't want you to end up in a coffin. You know, like you work hard, like, you know, but take, take, take your time. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta let other people help you. Yeah. Pretty wild to find out when he's having the discussion with the nurse, all of his problems, dude. Jeez. Yeah. But well, it is good, what it is. It's story, like, it's dude. one of those crazy stories that you just, and then, and then, you know, when they, um, when they talk about, you know, uh, they, they flash back the end of the book, they flash back to 1939 and, um, and, and the original demon, the demon mm-hmm. that's in the emissary now, like where this demon came from. Yeah. And you kind of like now, okay, so that's how these worlds are all t- going to tie together. That's why there's all these flashbacks. That's why it is between the times and how everything feels like it's all happened. Cause it probably did. It's probably been happening to Captain America for a hundred years. Yeah. And then he has to call on the doll. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I don't want to have to make this call, Misty. Pretty wild idea, though, for for the evil to be taking out the good before it has a chance to manifest, you know, like mm-hmm. just taking out all the good guys. Like, uh, I don't know, man, it's, it's a really well done, really well written uh, story, dude. Yeah, I, I suggest if anybody who wants to read Captain America, pick up Captain America one through four. Where, was it on Marvel Unlimited for you? No, I've been buying them on digital. OK. Oh, so, but you've been buying them. So they are available dig- digital. So if you can't get to your LCS yeah. or you can't order them from a, like a local shop or online, then yeah. um, you can still get them digitally. I'll uh, put the yeah, links uh, in the show notes. Awesome. Um, yeah, I just wanted to quickly just run by a couple quick things that um, I just, you know, been keeping up with. Fantastic Four is great. I don't know if, where you're at, but I'm up to 14. 14 was wild. And um, it, they finally are at the point where it's been a year later. Again, imagine issue 14. That is technically if they're coming out monthly a year later. So I like how they did that. Right. Um, that it's, it's supposed to be a year later and the Baxter building is supposed to return. I won't give anything more away. It's wild. Go read that with what with what goes on in that in that issue. Um, I'm also kind of upset. Avengers Inc. has been really good. 
Um, Al Ewing, he writes a great, great story. It's issue three just came out and they, they're canceling it after five issues due to low sales. So, um, you Which know, one? I would say Avengers Inc. Yes. Yeah, That's the that. one with, 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 um, yeah. with Janet Pym and, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Janet Van Dyne, whatever, but I, I, I really enjoyed it. And I think that, you know, I wish more people did pick it up, but Marvel already has canceled it because yeah. it's not doing well. And it was going to be an ongoing. I wish it was done as like a mini series, at least because I feel like by the issue five, it might not even end. Mm-hmm. It might just be like a, 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 like a left out there and, uh, and who knows what's going to happen. Um, I really, you know, talked about it before but uh maybe i didn't i don't remember if i did but white widow last month i talked about issue one issue two was was really good it is like again i I went back and said it's like a wes anderson movie it is so funny because like you she's talking yelena belova is talking to like uh an assassin that she's trying to like mentor another assassin that she's trying to mentor and this assassin's like i could join this crew they have dental and she's like what's dental (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's like, I, maybe I need to look into this dental thing. <laughs> and it has this place. She's like, uh, today I go to farmer's market for the first time. And she's like rating, like whether she likes, like you'll see a bar. It's like likes. And then she's like, uh, like d- dislike. She's like, I still have to figure out what that flower thing was. Cause she's like seeing vegetables and fruits and she, she doesn't know what she's doing. But it, um, with all of that kind of like a uh, dark comedy in it, it does really uh, have a nice, flow to it as far as they're fighting the armament company and the armament company is basically like hiring assassins and hiring technicians and people and they're planting um, chips inside of their employees in a way that they can control them so like if it's a no-kill mission like they can't kill the person like even if they want to like even if like they want to kill Yelena Belova but their mission was not to kill her it was to get something if they tried or it, it could sense that they were, that they're, um, I guess their endorphins were going to try to kill them and they would go into shock, which was kind of wild that this company exists. I wonder if it's a armament is some kind of a, um, an aim subsidiary subsidiary. I, I don't know exactly, or if they're just going to keep armament as its own company and have it be a new part of the Marvel universe. Cause I mm. don't remember them, but, um, yeah, I loved it. I can't wait for more. Anything else you want to, you're looking forward to that you want to talk about? That 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 came out and no nothing else. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to next month all the new Fall of X things uh, that are coming out. Uh, I really, really, I'm I'm excited for um, for Cable. I'm excited for uh, I want I want to see if the new Moon Knight is going to be a new you know a whole new thing. I'll probably pick up issue one and just take it from there and. Um, trying to see if there's anything else i really think that i'm going for that i love oh there's going to be a new um there's going to be a new um captain america book another one but this one is actually this written. was going to be the captain america <laughs> well, wait. episode wait till <laughs> but, next but time this one is uh i forget i think it's written by chips i think it's being done by chip zadarsky Oh, I'd be down. Right. So that's why I'm like, oh, come on. Another, I, like, exactly. So it's like, yeah. next they'll, they'll have Lemire write another Captain America. Oh, book, my and then, gosh. And like, right. So, yeah. I, I would love to see a Lemire Captain America. You just planted something in my brain there. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I, I think I just saw it, saw it in one of these issues that we were just talking about that I was flipping through. And it was, uh, uh, let me just see. I think it was like page three. Um, but yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah. It's uh, Avengers. No, it's Avengers. Avengers Twilight number one. The Age of Heroes is over. 
Yep, the Age of Heroes is over. Welcome to the World of Tomorrow. So sorry, not another Captain America book, although okay. he's on the cover, but a third Avengers book. <laughs> so he's on the cover. Right, I'm sure exactly. he plays a role. I'm sure he plays a it's role. It's like, you know, he's Marvel's Batman right now. Yeah, seriously. For a while it was Iron Man, but I think uh, Captain America has become, you know, more of a, you know, what what people are, are reading. So yeah. anyway, man. Right what on, else dude. you got going on? You're going to be uh, back into the podcast. I've missed you this past month with uh, no comic book lair and, and no pull box pals. <laughs> I know we got we got not till not till January. We'll be back in in January. So a couple more weeks. Take the take the holiday season to focus on family and all that good stuff. Nice. Well, I hope everybody enjoys their holidays. And uh, if anybody wants to follow me or Kyle, you can uh, go to Instagram. You can follow me at Red Optical Corp. Um, I'm, I, listen, I'm also on TikTok at Red Optical Corp. I've posted some videos there, too. Um, you can follow Kyle, obviously, at the comic book layer, probably where you're seeing this stuff on Instagram and on Discord. Um, if you're looking for a place to pick up books, you can head down to Coffee and a Comic. Uh, they are a cool shop frank is awesome always packs extra cool stuff in stickers buttons pins everything mm-hmm. i got a guitar now that's filled with stickers of his which i love it's like <laughs> yeah. marvel and crazy food stickers yeah and um if you're in the area by me i'd love you to stop by androids amazing comics where i get all my pull too they're awesome uh james and aunt are amazing people and uh they always have the good marvel and indie stuff yeah and um I think that's about it, Kyle. I, uh, I'm glad we got to chat and do yeah, another man, Unagi. Uh, the next Unagi will be in 2024. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. What happened to 2023, dude? What I have no idea. <laughs> it's just gone. But I'll just, uh, you know, let it out and say happy holidays to everybody. Happy New Year. Everybody catch up on your Marvel. Catch up yeah. on your MCU stuff. And uh, keep reading comics. Cowabunga, nerds. <laughs>